five years, five long years of the Dr. Zeus film podcast, which we celebrated yesterday. And tonight, it's March 19th. (laughs) I just finished watching a film that will celebrate its 50th anniversary next year, and that is Sidney Lumet's Murder on the Orient Express, written by Miss Agatha Christie. A legendary ensemble. And out of that ensemble, the two Oscar nominations were Peter, uh, Albert Finney for Pain Hercule Poirot and Ingrid Bergman for playing um, the maid and Swedish missionary. Ingrid Bergman won the Academy Award and it was her third. She had won first for, for um, Spellbound. Was it Spellbound? No, it wasn't Spellbound. Um, oh my goodness. No, it wasn't Spellbound. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, oh, it was Gaslight. And then she won again after that. You know, she was um, she was uh, told not to come back, and she was exiled. She won again for Anastasia or Anastasia, but I say Anastasia because that's how you say it. Um, and her third win was for Murder on the Orient Express, and so she wins. And her rival was Valentina Cortesi. And Valentina had given a very brilliant performance in Day for Night. And Ingrid said, you know, here I am. I am her rival. And I don't like it at all. Valentina, please forgive me. I didn't mean to. And Valentina um, acknowledged Ingrid Bergman. And um, yeah, I I learned all of that. I mean, I just saw Ben Mankiewicz talk about that. But I've seen the clip of... Bergman saying that to, because usually you win the Oscar and you you don't mention your the people that you're competing with. That, that's the thing about the Academy Awards is you know or to quote um, Rod Steiger and others or no was it Rod Steiger? <clears throat> it was um, um was it uh it was the guy who played Patton. He had said it was a meat race, and he did not want any part of it. And that was George C. Scott. George C. Scott refused the Academy Award, as did Brando. Brando, what happened? He sent up Sashin Littlefeather. But, you know, I, I, love, I love on Sunday nights watching films like Murder on the Orient Express, these British Films that are just—I mean—an ensemble piece. That's the other thing. And and who done it? It's a who done it. And as you watch Murder on the Orient Express and how it was so well done, and then it was redone multiple times. David Sutcliffe played uh, Hercule Poirot, as did Alfred Molina. And then in 2017, Kenneth Branagh took on the role, not not just of Hercule Poirot, but also as director. He did Murder on the Orient Express, and then he also did Death on the Nile. So, yeah, I, I prefer the original. That's always, you know, some people, that's the, that's the thing with films. We all have opinions on them. You know, they, they are, some prefer them this way, and some prefer the new films. And, and I get it and I understand it but at the same time 
you you really can't I, I mean the ensemble cast of the remake is is very good and and you have an actor directing actors Kenneth Branagh and Kenneth Branagh last year won an Academy Award for Belfast which is such a beautiful film and it's about the troubles in, in Ireland and we just celebrated um, St. Patrick's Day the Irish I have a lot of Irish friends I probably have a little bit of Irish in me <laughs> probably um, and uh, you know I, I know that some of you thought oh we're going to talk about mur-. I've already talked about murder and the Orient Express I mean we could we could go there but I absolutely loved Belfast. I absolutely loved it, and um, what a what a beautiful film! A film about oh my gosh, the troubles in Ireland, and um, that's, that's a tough thing too. And then the fact this is this is Kenneth Branagh's story, and. I played him, you know, <laughs> talking in his Belfast accent, and and I think that's how we'll uh, we'll start it off because you know you can't forget where you came from. Is it buried and gone? It is not buried and gone, Ryan. It is not too far away. And in fact, the first job I had when I came back from uh, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art, or RADA, as Rada. you might know it, uh, RADA was uh, in uh, the autumn of nineteen. 19- 81, and I went back to my granny's and uh, I stayed with my uncle Jim and my auntie Kathleen and uh, played played Billy in the Billy place for a month. Uh, so it's there. It's it there. <laughs> and so I wanted to open with that because Sir Kenneth Branagh never forgot where he came from. And... Um, the fact that I, I get a, a kick out of this is to say, if you watch Belfast, there is a clip of uh, his character, the little boy that's playing him, with a Thor comic book because Kenneth Branagh would go on to become a filmmaker and would direct the first Thor film. So I thought that was a beautiful little Easter egg that only, you know, diehard fans <laughs> could um, could get into. It is, it is a beautiful film. <clears throat> and... Um, if I play a little bit of it for you, here we go. We all have a story to tell. But what makes each one different is not how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. Holy God. Mama says if we went across the water, they wouldn't understand the way we talk. If they can't understand you, then they're not listening. You know who you are, don't you? You're buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. We're looking to cleanse the community away, but you wouldn't want to be the old man out in this street. Talk to my family and I'll kill you. We'll fight this together. This is it. This is what? This is war. We're living in the civil war. What do you want? 
is ours. I can kill it. We can get these boys a better chance than we ever had. Last year's Belfast, directed by Kenneth Branagh, who that really is his story as a child, his childhood. And I, I say that because, you know, he went on to become a filmmaker and he went on not just an actor, but a director. Now, as I'm talking to you, I'm also I have on mute uh, in the heat of the night there. there it's. TCM's 31 Days of Oscar. We've already talked about the Oscars. Um, but I always like the TCM does this because they play certain films that people aren't particularly aware of. You know, like uh, a couple of years ago, I watched Gloria, directed by the late John Cassavetes, starring his amazing wife and collaborator, Jenna Rollins. And that was an Oscar-nominated film. In the Heat of the Night, which is on right now, as, as I talk about Belfast, is the Best Picture Oscar winner. I mean, you've got Rod Steiger, Sidney Poitier, who wasn't even nominated, which is... Uh, the fact that he wasn't even nominated, and it's like, okay. And he had the three big films of 1967. So back to Belfast. The reason why I'm talking about Sir Kenneth Branagh is because actors directing themselves and other actors you know people what what a strange thing who does that well olivier did it very very well in fact olivier sir lawrence olivier but he liked to be called larry um directed hamlet very famously it won best picture it won him a best actor oscar and um from that moment on you had actors directing themselves and others you know someone like Barbara Streisand or Angelica Houston or even John Houston John Houston who didn't really think much of his acting he saw it as a lark according to his daughter Angelica Houston and so yeah but you know and then you have um, actors such as Forrest Whitaker who directed Waiting to Exhale and Hope Floats and um wasn't in the films but was the director and then he himself won an Oscar for playing Edie Amin <laughs> in uh, The Last King of Scotland so that that's why I wanted to talk about that is, is that these actors oh, they all start off somewhere you know and Kenneth Branagh started off in Belfast as this little boy precocious little boy who loved to play with his friends and you know um, yeah it was it was a it was, an, it was an amazing film, and I absolutely loved it. And But, like, it's like, how could you not love it? You know what I mean? And um, I wanted to play more of it because there's, there's so much going on in this film. And um, mm, from the cast, I mean, this is, this is a really great cast. You know, you've got Judy Dench and you've got um what is his name? He was in those movies. Um Oh here we go. 
This is what? This is war. citizens to return to their homes immediately and to stay inside and off the streets until further notice. Effective immediately. The machine gun dust. Armored cars paving the way for the hooligans to commit. So that's what's what's going on is they're looting. This is during the Troubles in Ireland in the 1960s. And, uh, you know, what a, what a difference a, a year makes. I mean, I bring it up because, you know, we have the what's going on in the Ukraine. And when this came out, I thought, oh, my God, this is, you know, this is along those lines. Um, the film was nominated for seven Academy Award nominations, Best Picture, winning for Best Original Screenplay. Um, that was Kenneth Branagh's first Oscar, believe it or not. Okay, so you've got Jude Hill as Buddy. Um, then you've got... Katriona Balfe as Ma, Buddy's mother. Jamie Dornan as Pa, Buddy's father. Judy Dench as Granny, Buddy's grandmother. And then you have, oh God, this guy's such a great actor. Such a great actor. The fact that he was nominated. Um, Kieran Hines as um, Pop, Buddy's grandfather. And uh, Louis McCaskill as Will, Buddy's older brother. So yeah, there's there's a, a lot going on. Uh, principal photography began um, in uh, September of 2020 during the COVID lockdown. Um, the film was predominantly shot in black and white. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a powerful film to watch, and I bring that up because here we are. It's been a year of you know the fighting and um, what is it um. Ukraine and uh, you know it's uh, things need to change things need to change and that's why I wanted to bring this film up it's a beautiful film to watch and it's a powerful film and it's, a, and it's also about family family sticking together and everything and um, for five years I've had a podcasting family I mean I've had members of my um like cousins and stuff on this show and I do unpleasant dreams for my cousin that's like when Carol Burnett you know she tugs the air for the grandmother so yeah um, but yeah you know there is a podcasting family and you know Jason Almy and Christina Almy and Adam Simmons and Chris Wetzke and Angry Dad Bowman and um, uh, Ninja Poet and um, I, I've met a lot of extraordinary podcasters and They've inspired me and they've tried to bring, you know, the best out of me. I mean, I'm speaking through a microphone that Jason Almy recommended. So really, you know, because I used to do this by <laughs> my shoestring budget. I still do. I just it's just me, the phone and a microphone. So and I can't hear my voice because, you know, when you're doing uh, either Bluetooth or whatever, 
it, it, it sounds like you're trying to catch up to your voice. So I'm always doing this. And also I'm modulating my own voice as I'm speaking because I'm fully aware of how to do that. You know, it's, I wish I could do this at work because then it's like, oh, then they'll really pay attention. Um, if I have a microphone on, I can do it. It's kind of because I'm speaking through the diaphragm right now as I do this. That's why when some people will listen to the show, you sound different. Well, if I, if I can focus, it's, it's a tricky kind of thing. Um, makes me think of the voice work that I did for a friend of mine. Um, we did some amazing voice work together and, um, I'd never felt more, uh, I was nervous. I was truly nervous because I wanted it to be the best. But then at the same time, what happens is I get impatient. It's like, I want to just race through it and I had to just relax. And then when I were to record, I thought of the King speech where, remember, he's doing all those those hand gestures as he's speaking and so that's what I would do when I would read the text because I really had to read it precisely and not sound robotic or um, what is it um, monotone as I do it because you know our voices have personality that's the thing <laughs> whether we like it or not oh my goodness I, I wanted to talk about films and I wanted to talk about Belfast and um you know the fact that it's been five years i also want to apologize for the dead dead air on yesterday's episode because you know i was trying to pull episode clips together now here's what happened i was going to do another episode uh i think it was today um because i was i was going to have dental surgery well what happened was it didn't happen so it's going to happen on april 1st so it's april fools so it gives me time to kind of prepare mentally and physically and podcast wise before I go in there and the drill so yeah but I'm going back to work tomorrow and I'm very excited about that and also very aware of to show up mentally and physically and so that's what I try to do with this podcast is to show up for you mentally and physically and no bullshit and um, as I say that I'm very aware of the film that's on right now. You want to you want to talk about a film that really does not hold back, and that's in the heat of the night. And I would have you all watch that. You know, watch Belfast, and then watch In the Heat of the Night. And both they both take place in the '60s, and the '60s were I wasn't there. It was a very tumultuous time. Okay, very tumultuous. I only know from reading about it from talking to people about it I wasn't physically there I probably wasn't even a thought in the 1960s which is good okay so yeah you've got me talking about Murder on the Orient Express briefly and Belfast which is such a beautiful film a powerful film that I want all of you to watch and in the heat of the night in the heat of the night which is powerful visceral um, you have to watch it more than once because there's certain things that you're going to miss and also very very iconic moments going on the performances are the driving force of this film the situations the um, two men meeting played by Rod Steiger and Sidney Poitier Sidney Poitier plays Virgil Tibbs 
Rod Steiger plays Bill Gillespie. Gillespie. Um, and even at the time, blacklisted actor Lee Grant, who would later win an Oscar for Shampoo, she plays Mrs. Leslie Colbert. Okay. And something has happened to her husband. You have to watch the film to find out. So it's Sunday night. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I am going to go and relax and get ready for tomorrow. So thank you all for these five years. Let's continue on. And um, definitely, definitely watch Belfast, Murder on the Orient Express, and in the heat of the night, in any particular order that suits you. Unpleasant dreams. Thank you.